Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the mid-season report card. I'm Jamie and I'm joined by Stephen Amelie. What's happening? Not an awful lot. Martin Mayley, how are we getting on? All good, all good. It's currently World mm. Cup time. So yep. there's no still going on. Still going on, so there's no Celtic, but we thought we could use this opportunity to judge the Celtic players. To fill yeah, is what we're aye, doing to here. Fill to a bit. No, no, this... What do you want from us? It's a World Cup, it's been it's still going on. We're in here filling and giving filling you the Celtic players. Red hot <laughs> Celtic content. We were grafting, Stephen, that's what we're doing. So <laughs> patrons, you might remember that we had a tier list at the beginning of the season where we ranked the current Celtic squad and where we thought they were going to end up. Uh, we had elite players, we had essential players, we had uh, players that we thought can contribute. We had players in last chance saloon and we had good night sweet prince for all the players that we thought were going to Melly kisses the sky who we thought <laughs> were going to disappear over the summer. Um, and we're going to grade, we're going to look back and compare how the players have performed thus far compared to how we thought they were going to do at the beginning of the season. And we've got some other categories, some other tiers to think about. So the tiers are still elite. That is top of the class. Yeah, no better. It's, most of them are self-explanatory, mm. but if you ha- if you didn't catch the the first one of these we did, elite is well. It, not only does it is what it says in the tin; it's fairly self-explanatory. But we can't have any more than three or four of yeah. four or five maximum mm. of those. We can't go throwing everybody into elite willy nilly because uh, to quote is a quote I used on the last time we did this. Jose Mourinho once said that you know it was put to him that it was playing against Man United, I think with Chelsea, and it was put to him that Man United are missing 12, 13 key players, and he said, you don't get 13 key mm-hmm. players, you get three key players, or whatever the case may be. So we we can't just go throwing half the squad into Elite. As much as we love them, it would just, it would just it would sully the whole thing. Yeah, it would make the whole thing a mockery, and that would be very serious. <laughs> uh, the, next, the next tier down is essential. That merely is players who are essential for the way Ange wants to play. In this context, in this context rather, players who have been essential for Ange thus far. Yeah, there'll be a few players in in that bracket that will maybe move up. There'll be a few players that move down, but that's the sort of one you're going, look, if he's fit, he usually plays, isn't mm. it? It's that yeah. kit, sort of guy. Uh, down from that, we have the contributing tier. Players who are putting a shift in, the players who are earning their corn or maybe on the verge of maybe not earning their corn. Next from that is Last Chance Saloon. Yep. Mm. Now, it's quite interesting because what might happen in this one is, and this is where I think the, the pattern is going to come from, players are moving up and down. So there are players who are, perhaps there are players on the list that are shifting out 
of Last Chance Saloon and players who are moving into Last Chance Saloon and there's going to be a bit of mishmash and players moving all over the tiers. So that's the tier list. There's no good night, Sweet Prince, thus far. We're not going to throw anyone out mid-season, are we? Although we could say, you know, some of those guys who find themselves in Last Chance Saloon... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, might might not be coming back. Might not be coming back in the door. I think at this point, though, it would be worthwhile just paying some respects, having a minute to the good night, sweet princes <laughs> of the beginning of the season. Some illustrious names in there, Stephen. Anyone that you're missing? Anyone that you think we were too harsh on? Anyone that you want to see come back? Anyone where you thought actually, and this is another thing we can do in this podcast. Figure out where we were wrong. Yeah, well, I think that's that's going to be the key element here. You've already said that's where the that's where the patter, that's where the humour is going to lie. If we were we're here to establish just how right and or wrong <laughs> we were about these players in these lists. However, the good night, sweet prince tier, I, I from memory, I think it, it was populated by guys like Bolingoli, yes. Albi Nagetti, mm-hmm. Jonathan Avalabi, yes. and things Liam like that. Scales, Liam Scales, Julian. Oh, Julian Liam, Liam Shaw Liam, yeah, I, I, yeah. so I don't think we were wrong about any of those I, I'm open to be corrected about I don't think any of them are still at the club no I think, I think we were pretty spot on about that I think there'll be a bit of movement in other tiers because mm. we were probably a little bit a little bit eager <laughs> with some of them but I think we were pretty spot on about the, the good night sweet princes they are all they have all said good night I think yeah <laughs> it, depending on how good our housekeeping is uh, the, our illustrious editor would have put up the little graphic with how everyone got on last year however we didn't keep it and it would be unfair to expect <laughs> yeah. him to keep it so as we go through the names I'm just going to helpfully remind the watchers the listeners and you too because you won't remember either nope. where each player got last season how are we going to do it but we're going to just go through the names at random so I'll run down the Celtic squad completely at random remind you the listeners and the watchers where they featured last year and we will grade them thus far at the start of the season you mean rather than last year sorry yeah yeah, I keep saying last year at the start of the season how they got on at the start of the season and how they're doing so far just one more point as well Mm. some players weren't at the club at the time so we need to bring in new players won't we Jota Hintzain Moritz Jens Haksabanovic Abelgaard and Moy I think yeah first first time judging for them first time getting judged for them but the first man up to be judged Scott Bain and we had to <laughs> you're laughing there, you, ah, there you go you're laughing already we have we have him as can contribute at the beginning of the season right okay so can contribute I think that was based on he might play here and there Joe Hart's a little bit older now he mm. might play he hasn't contributed at all has he, he hasn't, no. I don't think he's been on the bench for quite some time uh, from memory you know that Segris is in so what, what have we got here then we've got can contribute what's the, what's the tear down from that last, last chance, chance to win I mean, you could even kick him into Good Night Sweet Prince if you wanted. Aye, to be honest, I would go with Good Night Sweet Prince because what would Last Chance Saloon suggest? What would Scott Bain have to do now to prove his worth to the Celtic team? I, I'm not in any rush to get rid of him. I don't think I don't think any of us are particularly bothered by a third choice keeper just rattling around the place. Yeah. Since some, but for the purposes of of this for the squad assessment here, he's Good Night Sweet Prince. So, for me. Well, I just want to point out hilariously, uh, just not 30 seconds ago, we sat down and go, oh, "It'd be a bit unfair to put anyone in <laughs> anyone in Good Night Sweet." Prince mid-season but we'll see how it pans out first name on the team sheet Scott Brown uh, Scott Bain you're done it's, uh, <laughs> this is quite a wee difficult one because while we might put him in goodnight sweet Prince it's likely he's not going to go because no. you need a third choice keeper don't you and yeah. the fact that he's going to be there he doesn't take up I think he's still got a year mm. left in his contract come the end of this season so uh, goodnight sweet Prince but He'll still be here, sweet prince. So, so that, so in this instance, it's good night, sweet prince. And we didn't think we would be doing that, but you know, we've kind of washed our hands of Scott Bain, and, and I, I, I tend to agree. I think so far, would you be sad about losing him? Would you miss him? 
we do need a third choice keeper, but we've got um, Toby Alwoyemi, is that how you pronounce yeah, his yeah. name at the club? So I, uh, good night, sweet prince for Scott Bain. Um, so there we go, right off the bat. Um, <laughs> so the the axe has swung <laughs> already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Adaguchi. Oh, <laughs> this is the next name, but I didn't pick them completely random. Random generator is feeling harsh. Adegu- chose violence today. Mm, Adaguchi, Martin Melly. He was in last chance saloon at the beginning of the season, which is unbelievable to think because that was what signed last January yep so he, from January to the beginning of the season he found himself on last chance saloon <laughs> we're now nearly a full year on I see nothing but good night sweet prince yeah well not going to use good night sweet prince but that's two out of two <laughs> for it so I think he has to go in there for him to come in in January then us to get to the summer bring in two central midfielders mm. him to he's, I don't think he's played a single minute of competitive football it's just not worked out for him. I don't think there's any harm in that. You're not going to get all transfers 100% right and looks like Idiguchi's one of them. With a heavy heart, I have mm. to agree. Uh, I wanted Idiguchi to do well, but the, the fact of the matter is not only has he not contributed a thing to Celtic, I can't even admit, we don't even have the token Scott Allen clause ah, where you, you would think, though, mm. he played that cracking pass once. I don't think he's done a single thing of note for Celtic at all. Not all of it's his fault because he's been injured a lot and has found himself just falling down the pecking order. As the as the months go on, it just seems somebody else is mm. in ahead of him. So now I, I, I think it's time. I think it's time for him to go. Good night, sweet prince. Good night, sweet prince. There's two demotions so far. <laughs> uh, zero promotions. So, through, so we were wrong <laughs> about two players out of two so far. Two out of Excellent. two. We were completely wrong. <laughs> uh, it might be three out of three because next up, Matt O'Reilly, who was essential last year. Now, I am seeing, I, I know, Melly, that noise. I think it's going to be very difficult not to grade him so far and increase that grade. I, don't, I, I think he's going to have to get a promotion. I think Matt O'Reilly has firmly established himself, Stephen, as one of the elite players of the squad. Uh, but is, he, is he one of the yes. three or four that we simply can't play without? Yes, now he is. And I'll tell you why I think he is, because he was verging on it before with how mm, good he was, yeah. especially some of these Champions League performances. But since he's been asked to drop back one and do the Callum McGregor role, which he's taken in his stride, don't need Callum McGregor anymore. That's actually fair enough. That that's a a, a very good case mm. being put forward there. I think uh, I think I could could see a way to promote him into elite here because he has been fantastic this season. And I've I've said quite a lot about how he's he deserves a lot of credit for just going about that role, that extremely important role he's been asked to fill in for. Aye, aye I think he is. I think Matt O'Reilly is elite. Yeah, I'm all on board that as yeah, well. I think we he's go. elite. I think, judging by maybe four or five at most elite players, I'm trying to think there's definitely one who'll be dropping out for me and then maybe one or two others switching places. But I think if I'm looking at the players, if the ones that you really want to pick, four or five, Matt O'Reilly's in there for me. He's just coming into from January onwards and coming in at the start of this season tremendous absolutely tremendous and I can't imagine Celtic without him now well the next player that is up is a player we didn't rate in the summer and that's Haksabanovic mm. he is up didn't get rated in the summer so free reign Martin Melly you, you've got the floor hey. state your case for Haksabanovic oh I think straight in the essential I think he he can contribute he's more than contributed and I think come the end of the season he will be an essential maybe bordering on elite mm. if he keeps up so I'm saying definite essential right now Agree with all of that. Yeah, I totally, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, we're, we're... I, I, I think he's contributing, but I don't think he's essential to the way Ange wants to play. I don't think he's become an essential player for this team. I mean, essential as we, as we kind of described as if he's fit, he plays. 
Aye, I, don't I, suppose, think he's, I, know, I don't think he's essential. Here. I know what you mean. I think I think part mm. of this is probably projecting into mm. like, if we were to sit down and fill yet again at the end of yes. the season. Because that's at the beginning of the season we were looking at how we think these players yeah. are going to be. Now we're looking back. Ah, that's yeah, looking back. I, I, well, that that places the new signings in a bit of a you know a, mm. unenviable position in that we can't really judge all that much for them for a lot of them because they haven't played. Yeah. A, a huge amount. Haksabanovic has, in fairness. Looking back, I don't think he. I don't think he is elite. I don't mm-hmm. think he's elite. I don't think. I don't. I, nah, it's probably essential to me. You think so? If yeah. we establish essential as like the way Ange wants to play, the way that if we're turning up to the stadium, if we're on the way to the stadium, mm-hmm. and you you look down, you see that name on the team right. sheet, and it gives you that wee buzz, that wee that wee tingly feeling. But like, let let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Sorry to interrupt your buzz and your tingly feeling, right? <laughs> but let me ask you this. Ruined. If Jota, Maeda, and Abada are all fit, does Hackers play? Oh, I, yeah, for me, does, yeah. every time for me. You think so? Even even if uh, for you, but for Ange. Uh, I think so as well, yeah. Okay. And even then, he can still play in that sort of midfield role as well. So I think well, Ange, nine times out of ten, will find a place for Haksabanovic because he is essential. Overruled then. He, is, <laughs> he finds himself, Haksabanovic finds himself in the essential yep. category. Okay. Might be a quite busy category, that uh, one. Well, it could be, but someone people might drop out of it because we have next up, Georges Yakimakis, who last time we thought was essential. I think, I think he stays there because... Mm. Like you said, when he plays, he scores and it's him or Kyogo, isn't it? So he's essential. If Kyogo doesn't play, he does. He's I can contribute. He's more than contributing for me. He's banging in the goals along with Kyogo. And like Ange says it all the time, I don't have a first team. I have different different players for different needs, Stephen. So I'm sticking with him for with essential because I think the two of them could bag 20 goals each. Or well, as a Gareth Southgate has been putting it during the World Cup, he calls his subs finishers rather than oh. I know. <laughs> so as opposed to starters, he's Off-putting. also got finishers, but doesn't you know doesn't class them as subs because mm. you know the team that finishes the game is every bit as important as the one that starts it. So Kyogo and Yakimakis are in that kind of similar boat where they they both play quite a lot and they both kind of interchange. Uh, th- I uh, had no movement for me. No movement. No movement. Uh, I think he's essential. Well, uh, bear in mind as oh, well. Geez. Just hey, <laughs> I'm sure I might have had to talk you down from putting him in elite. Or we had. To Why are you bringing up old shit? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> see this, see this podcast we recorded, which is specifically about old shit. <laughs> Do not reference that if it makes us look see, bad. See if you're going to be like, oh, I remember when I told you, and I've turned out to be right. I don't want any of that. Okay, it's not what it's about. It's not about settling old scores. <laughs> if you let me finish, right, okay. I was about to say, and I was almost on board with you, but just because can't have the two strikers if we only play one in there. We were nearly having him an elite because he is mm. so good and. Has much changed since then because he's he's not done much wrong. So. No. Okay, fine. No demotion, no promotion. That's because he misses penalties. But y- Yakimakis, no, no, no. He's a, he is, he's, he's essential, but I, I just, again, I'm like, if everyone's fit, does he play? Is he, uh, he's contributed. Has he done as well as I thought? Uh, but he is essential because he's scored quite a lot of goals for yeah. us when, he's, when yeah. he's played. So that's it. Next up, Greg Taylor. Now, <laughs> oh. now not, no spoilers, right? Okay, spoil, maybe spoilers, but at the end of the <laughs> season live show, we... Uh, our inaugural re- end of the season live show last year we handed out if you weren't there you missed a fantastic night we might do it again we handed out the Tony Ralston award for unexpected excellence <laughs> and that first ever award went to Tony Ralston I would fix fix right 
you're, I don't know how you get that award off Greg Taylor this season. I do not know how you take that award. You'd have to clutch it from my cold, dead hands before you give it to anyone else. See, is it unexpected with Greg anymore? Because mm. he was great from, what, January mm. onwards? Well, so don't ruin our, our, our award. But <laughs> we've got... Um, so it's the question is, is Greg Taylor an elite member of this squad now? Or does he remain... A essential but at the top of the essential bracket so he's in essential he was in yeah. essential when Correct. we did this in August Correct. right okay um, that, that was pretty pretty decent of us yeah. I think that was a pretty decent show in there I think it's almost like we've been backing Greg Taylor <laughs> for a very long time when others haven't strong strong case for me for him to be elite because if you're talking about as we sit here this is the, the mid-season report card quite mm. literally if you're talking about potential player of the year candidates here if there are only three or four of those in the squad Greg Taylor's name is in there Greg yeah. Taylor's name is in with a shout well, I mean he might not get it he might not you know, fully it's very difficult to give a player of the year award to a left back kind of unfashionable mm. left back isn't it but as a who else you're I, know, right. I, I, I don't think even think about that he's 100% in the conversation for it regardless of what, what anyone thinks of him he is I don't think it's completely ridiculous to g give him an early shout for player of the year as it stands well, here in well, November Stephen don't forget players last season that get pushed in for play of the year started doing well in March and then like Calvin Bassey all oh, he's amazing <laughs> yeah, he's so, unbelievable. he has to really around March time to get into that bracket Sorry. doesn't he well, Greg is. Taylor's coming up for a full year of excellence isn't no, he yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was about, it was about January time he really kicked on I'm, I'm a bit torn on this because I hmm. think Celtic are better with Greg Taylor in the team they always look better but at the same time Burnaby comes in and is there that much of a drop Greg Taylor is better he, he is that but do Celtic still tick without Greg Taylor mm. I, th I think so do you, so think I, he, so you think he's I, just contributing I think he's in the the last guy between essential and elite that first guy so if somebody drops out he's first to go up oh but yeah I'm so sticking. top of the essential class yeah the thing is with the elite group here we are talking about the players who you can't imagine Celtic playing without or anything like that, but yeah. it would take something extraordinary for one of these players to come out and for Celtic to completely collapse in, mm. in, in, in domestic football. And then, I've got a few in my sights. Yeah, right. <laughs> a few that have not been up to scratch but this season. Anyone we put in that is always going to have like, hey, we could play someone else there and still mm. probably get results there. So I, I don't I don't think Burnaby, as much as he is a factor, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's strong enough to sort of work against Greg Taylor. Mm. For me, for me, he's elite. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put him in elite, right? For a couple of for a couple of reasons. One, I love the guy, Greg. I love you, and you know, <laughs> and you know it, right? Secondly, I think just for uh, we're going to see more players drop out, and I can't really think of anyone else apart from Greg Taylor until we start the debate who's going to move in. So, Greg Taylor, you're going into the elite cat. You've been oh, elite. Riley's already in. So, so for okay, okay, don't correct, <laughs> don't correct me as I'm writing things down. Okay, right. So uh, Greg Taylor is elite, oh, that's... and that that's that's good enough. I know it's controversial, and I know it's look. He's in there by the skin of his teeth. He right, is in yeah. there by the very skin of his teeth. Like, don't let us down, Greg. We've really, we've, you've done well so far. Keep it up. We've bestowed the greatest honour of all yeah. on oh. you this season. Well, Greg it's not the end of the season, right <laughs> enough. This is only mid-season. So next up, Anthony Ralston was under the can contribute banner, and I believe mid-table contributing is where he stays, Stephen. Well, he was in the can contribute. I think purely because when we did this, we foresaw that. Juranovic was going to play the bulk of the games and mm. he would probably get even better than he has been the previous the previous season. I think that was the logic behind putting Ralston where he ended up. 
However, I don't think any of that has panned out. I don't think Juranovic has been as good as we expected him to be. I don't think he has been as firmly established as the first choice. Uh, by and large, probably first choice, but I don't think mm. there's that much in it. I don't think it's it's been a huge shock to see Ralston play as much football as he has this season. So I don't think I'm, I'm going to kind of pull the rug out of that a wee bit. I don't I don't think Juranovic does keep Ralston down okay. when it comes to assessing these things. I would have Ralston as what we've got essential and then the next one below that is just contributing. contributing. The names aren't very buzzwordy. Uh, we just want to make know. it clear, you know. Congratulations, Anthony, you're contributing. <laughs> no, no. It, it doesn't really sound... <laughs> Congratulations, Greg Taylor, you're elite. Congratulations, <laughs> Anthony Ralston, you are contributing. <laughs> it's it has to put Taylor two, two brackets yeah, above well Ralston. Done, well done, Ralston, you exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is basically what we're saying. At a boy. Uh, it's yeah. a most improved player award, oh thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's an attendance award. <laughs> it's a participation trophy, yeah. is that what they get in, yeah. in American sports and all that now? Oh, I, I, I tried to build up the case there, but I don't think he does move any for me. Uh, I, I don't think he does. I think he's... He's been in and he has performed really well when he's come in. But does that get you into essential material? Probably not. It seems mm. dead harsh. It seems dead harsh because I've been really impressed with him this season. But I think it is still just basically con contributing. He comes in, does well. And I don't I don't mean for this, and I don't think anyone should take that as mm. that we're, we're, we're sort of doing down the, con the contributions of these guys. Coming in and I mean, contributing. They're contributing to a very good team. E yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I think, yeah, sadly, I tried to make the case but um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a non-mover for me. Yeah, I'm the same as Stephen. Well, no, I love Ralston, but I just, mm. he can't, I don't think, he's the other one. He's probably the one that's on the top top end of uh, can mm. contribute or contributing. So I, I just don't think he can put many higher. But again, as you said, he's contributing in a very good way. So, Fair play, to the but guy. don't be downhearted, Tony. Keep no. up, keep up the tackling. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. you know. Keep uh, plugging away. Um, pipe dreams are good in a way. <laughs> um, Benjamin Segrist, he was a can contribute. Um, it's, I've got to say, it's difficult. For keepers. It's difficult for keepers, isn't it? It's difficult for keepers mainly because as you I mean, we've got three. We've got four really, right? But one's not listed as a first team player, so we've got three really. You're really only ever going to see two. Yep. Joe Hart plays so well that he's always in anyway when he's no in it seems Benjamin Segrist has leapt over Scott Bain to become yeah, second yeah. choice so it's left Scott Bain with really nowhere else to go and he's still a young keeper and he probably wants to play some football Segrist has just joined but he can't be in last chance saloon can he? Nah I think can contribute in this instance is if Joe Hart were to get injured then yes it would be Segrist that comes in first I just imagine Neil Lennon was Celtic manager doing mm. this list and he had his three goalkeepers in elite, didn't he? Because mind he didn't have enough. Oh, he, right. he, so. no, he had them all in last chance. <laughs> he, has, he, he, didn't say got, uh, he didn't say I've got three first choice keepers, he says I've got three third choice keepers. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think like, Segrist can contribute and I think he will contribute. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on in the semi-final if mm. he keeps his place for the League Cup or if we get to the final and it is against Rangers if the two go through. If... He was uh, he held faith with him then, so I think can contribute because if anything happened to Joe Hart, he'd be first in, no doubt. Mm. Dead easy. I can contribute yeah. if contributing is just playing the odd game here and there. Then Sigrist will d can and will do it. So uh, cannot possibly put him in um, last hand saloon, and it it doesn't fit in any other category. Dead easy. Contributing. Yes. Next up, Burnaby. Ooh, I'd say I contributing. 
I think he's been okay, a lot to learn, mm. uh, still a lot to learn. And the form of Greg Taylor means he doesn't play as much, but I also think his own form means he doesn't play as much. Sometimes you can see, I can completely understand why we signed you. And other times you see, ah, I completely understand why you're at Celtic and not another team. So I think a lot to learn. I think he has been good, but he has had many, not as many bad games as good games, but I think he is well, contributing. Well, I think he's contributing, Stephen, but purely on the age of the, the fact of his age. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a young player. See if he was 25, 26, a wee bit older, I'd, I'd probably say the guy's maybe in last chance saloon because he's came here for big money. He's not managed to knock Greg Taylor off his perch. He has had some okay games. He's shown it in glimpses. So I think by virtue of the fact that he's still so young means that he is contributing in a way. But he's he's has he has he given his value for money? Maybe it was a four odd million pounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he has up against an elite player, as we say. <laughs> yeah, well. he has, yeah. No, he hasn't. Uh, but it's early days. Early mm. days. I think it is basically just a contributing or can contribute, will contribute in the future, Bernabe. I think it's be very harsh to to say anything less of him at this point. I think I think every point that's been made so far about him is right. I think he's come in and done quite well. He's had a, one or two nightmares in there as yep. well, but that's to be expected. I think he's he's going to get better and better as he goes, but held back by Greg Taylor's form. So and uh, nah, he's a contributor. He's a contributor, can contribute, and no doubt will in the future. Carl Starfelt, uh, a cause for lots <laughs> of debate. Last season, some people thought he was rubbish. Some people thought he was great. I know, Stephen, you're a fan of Carl Starfelt. He's got some competition now in the shape of Moritz Jens. Um, we've actually signed, we've just signed a player whose name escapes me. Kobayashi. Kobe Kobayashi, another centre half coming in. So there's lots of competition coming in for Starfelt in the future. We will get to Moritz Jens, obviously, on the player list. We're not going to do Kobayashi. Not seen him yet. Can't, uh, can't yeah. rate him. So I think there was no doubt that we were all kind of fans of Jens. We said he was essential. To, to Angie's system last Starfelt. Starfelt. Starfelt, sorry. Um, Starfelt was essential to Angie's system uh, at the beginning of the season. We thought he would be. He's not played much though. And this is a, this is something we need to look at because we're grading people on their contribution thus far. And it's no our fault they've been injured. So he's not, can, you, can you say he's been essential if he's not played that much? No, it's a difficult one. I think come the end of the season, he might be back up in essential, mm. but I'd put him in contributing just now. I think he is a good player. I think that is our main partnership. Be interesting to see how Kobayashi comes in if he he's maybe looking towards next season. But I think the second half of the season, from what I've seen of Jens, I alright, but I think Starfelt will mm. get the place back. So I would put him in contributing. I keep changing how I say that word, <laughs> but uh, I think I'll stick stick with him. Well, put him down there, but I, I think I and Carl have an, a wee eye on. An eye, as in me, yes. and Carl, will have an eye, as in my eyeball, on getting back up to essential. Well done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to assess that one because he has barely played, but he is one of those guys who I do look for as being on the, the team sheet. I, I mm -hmm. do think Celtic are a lot better with him in there, so I, I think he's much, much better than Jens. Uh, I don't know about Kobayashi, as you've already said. Impossible to judge that so far. So when you look at the, the state of the squad... I think he is. He's still an essential player to Celtic. But however, if we frame it the other way, if we say if it's, it's purely about his performance this mm. season, it's very difficult to have anything to work with there because he's he's missed a huge chunk of it. I don't think he played any Champions League games. I think he's only yeah. just recently come back. As we record this, that's about in December. But as we record this now, he's just about come, come back and started playing again. So 
I as as contributing, I think he's he's just been all right this season, but that's because he's been injured and hasn't had the chance to do anything else. But again, it's it's one of those ones that just sits right in the middle of mm-hmm. how how do we actually break this down as a guy like Starfield? He is an essential part of the team for me, but he hasn't been this season. Yeah. If that makes any uh, sense uh, at yeah, all, it yeah. it's like it's not our fault he's been injured. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and we're grading them on the the contribution so far, and that's when we come to not our fault, not his fault. Is no, it? it's yeah. nobody's fault. Deal with it. Yeah, that's when we come to that's when we come to. Uh, Abeldgard. Oh. Well, he, part, you know, part, sorry, but part of this is, to me, part of this is like a mystery signing, right? But part of me is also saying, well, it's very clearly quite an obvious signing insofar as we'd had business with Ruben Kazan. There's obviously a, a connection there of some sort. Um, special dispensation was given to players from Dudu Russia. Kazan. To Dudu Kazan. <laughs> special compensation was given to players to leave for a year or whatever like defer their contracts because of the the war in Ukraine and all that and his agent you know has obviously said to Celtic look we're trying to get this guy out of Russia can you do us a solid and part of me is also looking at it going well Ange spoke very highly of him when he first joined he scouted very well he was picked out for a number of positions that he can play Ange says spoke about the qualities that he brings to his team spoke about his height spoke about all these things that he, he brings to the team and he's just he's no playing so part of me is like is he just not playing himself has he just seen this as an opportunity to get out of Russia for a while because of everything that's going on, play some football in Europe and then he's just basically wipe and his slate clean for this year and then he goes on and makes decisions next year. I think I think I might be right in saying his contract actually ends at the end of this season as well. So I think he might be a free agent. Oh, is he? Yeah, come the end of this year. I'm sure I read that. So I he, thought he was going back there. Uh, regardless, well, maybe chance to go back there. Well, he may have the chance, but it brings me around to, is he, just, is he the first player in last chance alone? I think so because it's a loan. Like we've or is it good night, sweet prince? Is he gone? Is it basically pointless? Has he been? Is his contribution this thus far been non-existent and pointless? How can eh. we possibly grade him above Scott Bain? <laughs> it's weird because some of these these tiers that we've set for ourselves, no one forced them on us. No. And some of them are Making literally about the, about the past, and and last chance alone is literally about projecting forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. But hey, it's entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it let's make, roll with it anyway. Yeah, it makes no, what we're trying to state, what we're trying to do is judge. Like based on what we thought uh, they would be, yeah. so we have to stick. Well, you know, as you see, we've forced ourselves <laughs> into this conundrum here, um, but we don't need to because it's not last chance alone. His contribution so far has been abject; it is non-existent, and it's good night, sweet prince. And if there wasn't a war in Russia, we'd be sending them home in January. I think. Hey, I, I was going to say good night, sweet prince, because we've got what in our six months of him. But look, he's been here; he's not contributed at all he's came in very late on which is always difficult he came into a very good team with very good mm. players even when Cal McGregor comes out injured and you think right the obvious replacement is going to be Abogard he's not played there mm. so I think it is a good night sweet Prince for grading him on his performances barely seen him enough to judge him and if you're asking me look he's a lone player you've got a chance to buy him do you want him Nah, so yeah. it's I suppose, like, last chance alone, Stephen, it is, it can be a judgment of the past. The more I think about it, if, you know, you're sat down with your teacher, your maths teacher, and they went, oh, how, how, do, how have I got on this semester so far? And he went, you need to buck up your ideas. You're on last chance alone. Right. Yeah, that's then, very true, then, yeah. then you kind of know, know where you're at. But I just think there's no bucking up of the ideas for any of the players that we've, we've said goodbye to because... Pff, 
He's no, there's no, I don't see a pathway for him in at this team at all now. No, it's such an odd signing as well because when you think back to just before we signed Abelgard, everyone was crying out for the big, tall, physical mm. midfielder. Mm. And we thought at the time, he's under our noses the whole time, yeah, we, we, we don't really need such something like that. I can't really see where this fits into the team. And then Ange goes out and brings one in, making a mug out of us yep. and everything we'd said. And then does they play him? <laughs> so he's, he's just, he's playing everyday Ange here. No, we were right. Yeah, because well, we said we didn't need that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we knew better than Ange about the way Ange wants to play. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so it's just an odd signing overall. I, I, I fully expected him to have played an awful lot more um, than he has. So it's I would be tempted to just say last chance saloon because the season isn't over. He might mm. he might mm. contribute, but I kind of see it. The thing is though, I, again, look at the situation. McGregor comes out of the team so you think well Abelgard surely that's what he's been brought in to play yep. and he hasn't played at all Matt O'Reilly has there so when McGregor comes back into the team I don't see what changes for him so it really is probably good night sweet Prince This episode of 20 Minute Times is sponsored by NordVPN NordVPN offer you premium cybersecurity and up to six devices for the price of a cup of coffee per month. You can also change your virtual location for all your streaming services and it protects your computer on public Wi-Fi amongst many other benefits. I particularly use NordVPN when I'm wanting to shift up things and watch some different content on other streaming services, unnamed movie streaming services. You can switch up the content on that by changing your virtual location. So you can grab your exclusive NordVPN discount deal by going to nordvpn.com slash tims and that'll get you a huge discount off of your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. Moreover, it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and that's nordvpn.com slash tims to get yourself a huge discount off of a Nord plan plus an additional four months for free. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Tis the season for clean balls. Fa la 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 Right. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to gift exchanges, Manscaped's products are the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the shampoo for your boo. Be the star of gifting season and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December by going to manscaped.com and using code TIMS for 20% plus free shipping. Manscaped offers a handful of the liquid formulations, shampoos, body washes, upstairs and downstairs deodorant, gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything they could need to keep it clean. And why not top off the stocking with a crown jewel for their family jewels, the Lawnmower 4.0. The electric razor's advanced skin-safe technology is a life changer and known for reducing nicks and cuts on his Santa sack. It's just a ball sack trimmer from your podcast, mate, Sammy. <laughs> That's right, get 20% off with free shipping with the code TIMS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code TIMS, Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. And that brings us to... 20 minute times player of the year winner last year an all round elite footballer Cameron Carter Vickers how's he got on this no season? Spoilers. No, spoilers. no spoilers no spoilers yeah. how's he got on this season so far? well again he was he was one who, was, who has been missing but mm. when he comes back in you, you realise just how good a player he is dead easy again I'm not going to I'm not going to debate over mm. much of it he's still firmly elite for me he's one of the Again, if you boil the squad down to the three or four players that you just desperately want to see in the Celtic team, the ones you can't really see has been able to go without for any length of time. Again, with the with the admission mm. that I'd said earlier, we're going to win most of the games anyway, not to be complacent, but Cameron Carter-Vickers is 100% in there, holds that defence together. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't really seem to matter who his partner is as well, because Starfield, I think, is the best of the partners, but Carter Vickers has this unique ability to kind of elevate everyone around the bottom. When he's not in there, it's even it's Jens and Starfield or Jens and Welsh or Welsh and Starfield, all feels a wee bit creaky, yeah. but no no such fears when Cameron Carter Vickers he, is in there. He's been a rock this season. I, I've tried to think of a game so far that I've seen him flustered. He just breezes no. through yeah. everything, even Champions League against maybe against Real Madrid. He struggled a wee bit, but apart from that, man, I mean, European champions. <laughs> like, what are you, you going to do? Yeah, I think he, he stays in there. Celtic have lost one league game and he wasn't playing in it. Tells its own story. I think the Champions League sort of the group changed when him and Cal McGregor went out of the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, elite for me all day long. Yeah, uh, Hatate we thought would be essential, and oh, this nice. is a. Uh, Mainly makes the noise of uh, uncertainty there because this is a player whose performances this season so far have been standout, Martin Mailey. They have, they have, and he's really, really pushing me here for elite status. Oh, I think he's been great. I think he's mm. a pleasure to watch. I love watching him play. I'm going to have to make a push for him to get moved up to elite. Oh. Uh, you're not going to get much argument for me. Oh, the temperature's rising <laughs> in here now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do you know what? A real again, much like Greg Taylor, even in fact, well beyond Greg Taylor, a very, very strong, very, very strong case to be made to him for, for being elite. Again, well, I mean, so can you put Taylor up if he's well beyond it? Then it's, the same logic applies here, though. It's like you're talking about players, players of the year, potential yeah. players of the year. Hatati is unquestionably in there as well. I think he's been superb this season. 
and we're no longer talking about him in those terms about how I, you know, sometimes he gives the ball away. That that has kind of dissipated. That doesn't come up anymore because mm. he's just been so so good at the heart of basically everything Celtic do well. So for those reasons, I think he has to be. I think he has to be elite. I mean, he's been brilliant. I mean, talking about Carter Vickers in the Real Madrid game, you can talk about Hatati. Did not look out of place no, no, at all. No. He's not looked out of place against any opposition. I think he's been he's been one of my favourite players to watch this season. He's definitely his performance is elite. That's what I would yeah, write on his yeah. report card so far. Um, Stephen Welsh is next though. Definitely not elite for Stephen Welsh. Definitely not essential. Does he need to buck up his ideas, or he finds himself in last chance saloon? Or Stephen is this a player, you know, with the incomings and is that a player who you look and go, you're probably out the door, son, based on what you've done so far? Well, has he, in fact, now, again, with us not having seen Kobayashi, mm. but we assume he's been brought to the club for a reason. Obviously, yeah. there's an inherent risk in any signing, but we assume he's been brought in because he's a, he's a good player. So has Stephen Welsh now just been nudged into, through no fault of his own, has he been nudged into last chance to win? Is it, is think, it, well, it's, it, has no, he got the rest of the season to prove himself well, why, why he should still be at Celtic? There's no nudging. It's an isolation. Does he need to buck up his ideas? He finds himself in last chance saloon based on his performances so far this season. And I think, I think he does, Melly. I think he does. I think, I mean, what, what could you point to? If you were sitting at the end of the season and someone goes, right, we need to trim some fat for the wage budget here. There's just nothing I can see. I couldn't uh, go and, you know, not even the end of the season, January window, you need to make space for new signings. You can get rid of whoever you want. He wouldn't be one of the first names out the door, but you're looking at it going, there's nothing I can really hang my hat on. No, I think... He's had a few shaky performances as well. He's not really improved in the way that you would want him to when he first made his breakthrough. No, but with Celtic, look, we can't, we can't have this four top centre-halves, can mm. we? So I think Stephen Welsh... He ticks a lot of boxes. For Forget everyone else. You're judging Stephen Welsh on how he's done so yes. far this season. I don't care about Kobayashi. I don't care about Carter Vickers. The boy has done nothing for me. Nothing. Okay, and now I'm going to give my opinion. Okay, <laughs> right, if you must. So he was in, can contribute. Right. I think he is in last chance saloon, but come the end of the season, I still expect him to be there. Probably don't expect well, uh, Jens to be there, but mm. so I think Welsh has got certain things that go his way. Trimming fat from the wage bill doesn't make any difference for me because mm. I don't think he'll be one of the lowest earners at the club. I think he'll still be there. I think he is in last chance saloon for his career, but I think he'll still be at Celtic. Yeah, he needs to buck up his ideas. I think he needs to make an impression. Uh, one player who certainly has made an impression though, Joe Hart. Um, there was a lot of talk about Joe Hart when he first came to Celtic. We've had the discussion. Um, last season we thought he was going to be an essential he wasn't elite I believe there might have been some discussion about where he was but at the beginning of the season we thought he was going to be essential has he proven to be essential how's he got on so far is he an essential part of the squad Stephen or is he just contributing how do you think he's done so far is there any a lot of people have said about Joe Hart he's not had the Joe Hart game there's no and every Celtic keeper sort of has that game don't they that you can go that's the game. And Joe Hart's not had the Joe Hart game yet, has he? He's not had the Fraser Foster, the boat. He's not had this season or last season that game we can go. I mean, there was times last season, I suppose, where there's a couple of saves in the Rangers games where he probably kept us in it. Yeah, yeah. But, but this season so far, I feel like we're reaching the end of Joe Hart's essentialness. I'm sure there was a very, very important save last season in the one each draw yes. with Rangers at Celtic Park. I can't what, low down one yeah, to I, his left, I think, as well. Yeah, the, oh. he, he said loads of great saves. Even this season, I think in the Champions League, well, he, he may have appeared a little bit ropey 
in other aspects maybe a little bit slower off his lane, mm -hmm. a little bit more reluctant to come for crosses, all those things which, is, which just, are all part of a goalkeeping performance. See the last thing we called him slow? Yeah. Right? The very next day on Instinct, we called him slow and old looking on a, on a podcast, <laughs> genuinely, right? On the, on the flagship, we said he's starting to look a bit old, he's starting to look a bit slow. The very next day, his Instagram story, he put... Um, getting the old body moving in the sun or something like that and I'm like that can't be a coincidence oh come on it can't be Stop a coincidence that Celtic players watch us he's obsessed <laughs> he's upset Joe if you like us sign up to the Patreon <laughs> right uh, so. so just the reason I say that is to say he might be listening yeah right we better, better tone it down a bit Mr. So, sorry, Mr Hart sorry Joe Mr Hart might be listening <laughs> oh, well, Again, he has he has made big saves, which you would expect him to do, right? That's what he's that's what he does. He's a he's a shot stopping goalkeeper. Always has been throughout his career. Mm. However, he has been a little bit shaky at points this season. I think he might be still essential because he's the best goalkeeper we've got by a, by a country mile. He's still very, a very very useful and important presence around the team and the squad and you know just generally just the club. However, I think he might just be trickling down towards. I don't think Joe Hart's ever going to be a contributing facility no. because it will be first choice, first choice gone. Probably yes. he'll be gone down. He'll he'll go and get eighty grand a week being third choice for Aston Villa or something yeah. like that. Right? That's yeah. that's probably that and I wouldn't homegrown I, box. and I wouldn't grudge him it. So uh, all the best with that. But I think he is still essential. However, maybe edging towards you know, the the end days for Joe Hart. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with any of that. I think he stays an essential, but come the end of the season, I think it might be time to ride off into the sunset, Joe. And I think that is the only thing. I think we're going to look back on Joe Hart and go, do you know what? Came in, hopefully won two leagues, played in the Champions League for us, done everything. I'm just looking for that one maybe game against Rangers where we think yeah. that was the one. But the thing with this Celtic team is that teams don't get a lot of chances against us, mm. so he doesn't have many opportunities yeah. to make a lot of big saves or get those. Celtic are rarely backs to the rope, backs against the walls, mm. are they? They're barely on the ropes, so aye, essential, but I think come the end of the season, they'll, it'll be gone. It's a very good point because, you know, Joe Hart is no sitting there going, I hope the defence have a shocker so I can really, <laughs> so I can really show everyone what I'm made of here. I, I've often maintained that, see this, oh, we really want to have him, have him to have an outstanding performance. No, we don't. No, we don't at all because they're awful. Remember that bloody Fraser Foster oh, game? Horrendous. As much as we keep romantically looking back to it and how wonderful he was, it was terrible. Still, I think the most I've ever won in a cup. And who, who, what, was, what was the final score that one game? 1-0 Julian. One, aye, I think uh, that was my... 1-0 and Julian to score first or something up winning 400 odd quid was the only was the only that, that must have been dicey that, that, <laughs> watching that game for that coupon <laughs> <laughs> another player who wasn't here to be judged at the beginning of the season but I think we know where he's going it's Jota oh, he's elite for me hmm. absolutely elite I think if we had a graded him at the time because it was pretty much certainly he was signing but he hadn't officially signed I can't imagine Celtic without him now. Yes, he misses games here and there, but when he comes back, you remember what a player this guy is. So entertaining to watch one of these guys that I think in five, ten years' time I'll be going, do you know what, see if I pick a Celtic 11, I, I might stick him in there because I just love the watching the guy. The bad haircut's 11. Oh, he's straight in. in. <laughs> but just the, the skill, the flair, everything he's got, he contributes all the time. I Better love than Paddy him. Roberts? Yeah. No, there you go. Got off Paddy now, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Jota's been sensational. What what a player he is. Mm. He just adds so much to this team. And we're now 
teetering on the, the on the brink of completely torpedoing the jeopardy involved in our tier system yeah. <laughs> but it's Christmas it's Christmas we're handing out elite uh, placings left and right Willie nilly now I was about to say you know he, he's definitely elite in a way that Greg Taylor isn't because Greg Taylor's like the <laughs> teacher's pet that's basically what yeah, Greg yeah, Taylor is in this scenario but Jota is just one of the best players that yeah. we've had at the club in a very long time yes um, we're discussing elite players <sighs> we thought oh my Dizemeda would be elite <laughs> Mm, and Stephen Stephen Sniggers Melly's bringing up old shit again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Settling old scores. <laughs> yep. uh, well, since you, you you why don't you refresh the listeners, Melly, of your position on Maeda before we uh, convinced you otherwise at the beginning of the season? How uh, did you think he would be, and what do you think so far? Uh, I thought it was essential because look, he was playing at the time. It was him and Jot on either side, but you guys really made a push for him to be elite. And mm. well, I thought, uh, I I just thought if we bring. And another wide player, he's the first one to go. And I think you take out a bad arm and put instead of a Maida, do Celtic lose a lot, maybe pressing, but I just thought he was essential. And even now, looking at essential, I'm maybe thinking can contribute. I'm looking, contributing. Yeah, contributing, sorry. Um, I think he is a good player. I think he's had a bad run of form, but you spoke recently about working a lot with Harry Kuehl and how it's helped his game and how he's doing that. So I if think... anything, he's worse than he was last season. <laughs> keep, keep him away. Keep him away from Harry Kuehl. don't know what Harry Kuehl's teaching him, but he's still teaching me a better winger. <laughs> so I'm going to... Can we put somebody down two levels to... Oh, I'm just shouting for the other side of the train. Cooley, fuck up, fucking keep away from him. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Phil needs head with Pish. Cooley. That's what he calls Hazza. Hazza. He's, oh. all, he's also as well but he's at the World Cup and Kyogo is not well that's exactly what I was about to say that, that, to be fair you know as we record this it's you, we try not to be too contemporaneous on these things as we're discussing current events but you know we questioned why is he going why is Kyogo not going Japan have played one game they beat Germany <laughs> yeah, so yeah. maybe the, know? I know maybe the Japanese manager knows a thing or two they might have just about won it by the time this comes <laughs> out so we'll, we'll see we'll edit this back in uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the full context on my that he could be the biggest faller here. He yeah. could be uh, mm. he could be tumbling down the tiers here. But the context on it was that one Jota hadn't signed yet, so yeah. Jota wasn't included in that squad list that we did the squad assessment at the start of the season. He hadn't officially signed, so we left him out entirely. So that kind of elevated Maida and Melly's right. If Jota comes into that, he does he does kind of tumble down a little bit. However, the 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 point that we drove at on that was that. He was such a huge component in the way Ange plays, that defending from the front. Everyone talks yep. about the amount mm. of chances Celtic create and all that, and the amount of chances that you know, Kyogo or Yakimakis might miss. But the reason we create so many chances is because of guys like Dizemaida, Jota as well is good at it, but Greg Taylor, guys who win the ball far yeah. high yeah. up the pitch, right? So that was the, the kind of the thinking on Maida. It wasn't elite in terms of his overall ability, just as a footballer. It was what he brought to, to that team. But you're right, things have changed since then. Jota has signed, Hagsabanovic has signed as well. Maida hasn't had the greatest of seasons. He's been back on a little bit of form recently as we're in the break just now. But I think he does tumble down. It's mm. quite sadly tumble down to contributing because I think he's no more than that just now. I don't think he gets into essential because there are a number of wingers probably ahead of him yeah. in terms of what they, they bring. So uh, yeah, uh, I think it's contributing. Can't disagree. Can't disagree. Yeah. Um, nine players left to go. Ooh. James Forrest last mm. chance saloon oh really Is that for James Forrest yeah. we put him in at the beginning of the season even though we now we put him in there and the full knowledge that he signed a new contract that's right yeah however 
is he contributing? Especially recently. Last, he's come on, played some games, scored some goals. How much more can you really expect from him? Is or does he need to buck up his ideas because he's not playing enough? This is James Forrest is a bit of a conundrum. If he yes. was sat in front of you, just you need to buck up your ideas. Your last chance alone here. We give you that new contract and you've not earned it. Or are you saying, <laughs> look, we give you that new contract. We knew you'd be third, fourth choice. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for doing what you needed to do. When you were called upon, you came in and, and played quite well. Found himself picked ahead of a Abada on a few occasions. And we've said on flagship podcasts that he's better than a Abada. We've yeah, all said yeah, it. Right. We've said he's a better footballer than a Abada. Whether that weighs into whether you think he should be doing more, contributing more, is 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 up to you. So uh, I'll go with Stephen James Forrest. James for uh, a surprise package for a couple of games there. Mm. Obviously, uh, exploding key, key back. Words there, a couple of games. <laughs> well, <laughs> exploding back on the scene with that hat trick and another headed goal shortly after mm. that. It scored in two games in quick succession. That's kind of it, isn't yeah. it? I think yeah. that's kind of it. That's all he's done. So uh, as much as I acknowledge that those are. You know, big moments those, those are huge moments that we've had I think it's just I don't think it's I, I, I would say Ed are we being patronising because see, <laughs> yeah. so, so if you look at the James Forrest contract right and you look at that as going a sort of reward for service the gold Rolex at the end of your <laughs> yeah, career yeah. right that's kind of patronising isn't it at the end of the day we've given James Forrest a contract because we want him to contribute yeah. and so far his contribution has been a handful of games and a couple of goals Um and he's there just like, I mean, I don't think Ange is, I know Ange has got sympathies towards James Forrest, thinks he's a good communicator, thinks he gets his ideas across, thinks he's good in the dressing room. But as fans, as as independent adjudicators of James <laughs> Forrest's contribution uh, so far in the season, Melly, does he remain in last chance saloon? You as a fan saying, I want to see more for you because Abada's not really doing it, James. You need to step up. Uh, personally, I would. I want to see more from, I, mm. I think, again, like last season, we had a goal against St. Johnston and we had a goal against Livingston. That's not enough for me. That's why he was in last chance saloon. But uh, personally, I, I probably would have put him in goodnight, sweet prince, if he hadn't got that contract at the end of the season. Yeah. He's now in last chance, well, he was in last chance saloon. He's contributing for James Forrest. Not enough for me, still. So last chance to not have to get himself up the rankings I love how we talk about these tiers as if they're like proper Celtic canon as if like I just got them up the wall <laughs> no, no. well we did make that joke at the beginning of the last one that we're using the official internal Celtic rating That's system right. uh, yeah I don't, I don't think he moves I, I think I, all, I, all I feel they need to do here is acknowledge that he's done alright in a couple of games this season and then just say well Keep mm. up the good work again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Keep up the all right work. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up the all right work, everyone. So, still so here. Yeah. As you pass him, like, oh, you're still here, right? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, they're just going to turn off his wee key card. He's just going to be standing at <laughs> oh, Lennox and try to tap in. <laughs> We've just turned it off. Uh, yeah, he's um, he's still last chance to win. That sounds incredibly harsh, but I think, you know, where How else long is the contract? Another, he... another two after this season. Wow. Jeez, uh, wow. Staggering. Um, Jink Andrew's got like, the board in his office and Jamesy comes in and says, what do you play, Moise? Like, I'll put you down one. I'll move you down one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, next up, Moritz Jens. And let me just show you that boy's in last chance alone for me, Jeff. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I suppose he is. Yeah, so look, it's a loan move. Uh, if you, right now we know Kobe. How about you spend a penny on him? Mm. Not one bean. Kobe Ashy's in thin dime as uh, Fergus McCann once said no no would not Kobe Ashy's in in a five year deal Carter Vickers is firmly number one I'd say Starfelt Kobe Ashy probably coming in yeah 
I think if we're having four centre-halves next year season and I'm looking at the ones we've got, Jens is the one for me to go. Even, I think but, he, but remember, just based on what he's done yeah, so far, yes. based on what he's done so far, I don't I don't see enough to merit keeping him about uh, after his loan. I think, I think he's in last chance saloon because mm. he's got six months to prove that Celtic need to go out and pay three, four million for him. Right now I'm saying no. Can he do anything in that time to convince me? Unless he goes in a really good run of form, possibly not. I would say he's contributing, but because of his situation, I'd say he's in last chance alone. He's just a, he's just a, he's just a Christopher Julian that Ange gets along with. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just, I don't see, I don't think he's any improvement in Julian. He's came in, he's he's done okay, but again, I just don't. There's nothing that I've seen so far. God, God, we need to sign that guy. I think he's been all right. I think he's yeah. been very. Decent. I think I can't really go past decent. I think he's been all right. Um, I think in a vacuum, I think if you strip away some factors, I think you probably keep him over Welsh. If if things, if wages and things like homegrown talent and all that weren't a factor, and they were, they're probably they're roughly about the same age anyway. Mm. I think you like probably a computer game. You go. He's a better. Yeah, uh, exa- exactly. I think if if you given the choice, I would probably keep Jens over Welsh. Not that I think Welsh is a bad player at all. But mm. I just think look going forward, I think I think Jens is. He's played a lot more than Welsh this season off the top of my head. So I think if that was the case, he probably would keep him and get rid of Welsh. But for all the reasons we've said about Welsh as well, he just makes an awful lot more sense to keep over Jens. So I, he's a, I would say, I would say last chance saloon, but I wouldn't wouldn't shed many tears to be honest if he was just to go. He would probably just go mm. down as one of those loan players we had and kind yeah. of forgot about later, Guemo. later in line I Guemo Morris Bauer <laughs> there you go <laughs> last, there you last chance to for minutes Jens next up David Turnbull a player that mm. we've spoken a lot about this season on Flagship Podcast we said he would be essential this season Stephen looking back and David Turnbull's contribution do you think he's been essential? Uh, no no I don't, mm. I don't think we can keep him in that bracket that's interesting the note that we said he was going to be essential this season then it just shows you how highly we rated him at yeah. the time because we've been accused Rog- of kind Rogic of, was leaving to be fair of course yeah that's right so we've been accused of uh, not rating David Turnbull but there it is check the record bud it's there <laughs> there in black and white so he was essential that's that's interesting I'd, I'd probably like to go back and listen to that again impossible to put him there just mm. hasn't played enough um, I think he has been look at how this is shaping up as well we've got two guys in that midfield who have elevated to elite yep. so far I think that's what's done for David Turnbull's contribution you know he's always he's always on the verge of getting kind of wee niggly injuries mm-hmm. here and there anyway he has been decent a couple of big goals he scored a hilarious one against Rangers so oh, he deserves yes. a gold star well, for that yeah. of course uh, other than that I think he got that goal quite recently and that's that's it for the season so impossible to put him in essential I think he's a firm contributing for me oh bang on Steve I can't argue with that in the slightest (laughs) thank you no I can't argue with that either well done Stephen (laughs) round of applause for round of applause for Stephen well done for not making us talk well (laughs) pause if you're just give the give the listeners and viewers a chance to do that yeah Yeah, there we go okay okay. essential that's what we thought Juranovic would be Martin Melly oh I still I still kind of agree with that I think uh, if there was no transfer speculation around mm. him, I think we'd still keep him in that bracket. But rumours that he will be leaving in January, so we've already got a sort of placement, or he will be leaving at some point. I still think he's a good player. I still think he is essential to the way we play because if it's a straight shootout between him and Ralston, Juranovic wins nine times out of ten, doesn't he? So, mm. yeah, essential, but 
look, mate, we're looking for a wee bit better from you. So, report card is you've been essential to us so far, Josip Juranovic. You have been essential to the way that I want to play, but yeah, I've well, got one eye on you. It's, it's, if it's a straight shootout between mm-hmm. the two and nine teams out of ten, Juranovic wins. That means about six times a season, Tony Ralston blows his brains out, blows his brains <laughs> yeah. clean out. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he. Because you've previously bit, said on podcasts that you know there's really no difference between the two in, in terms of ability. Uh, well, I think yeah, I think Juranovic's ceilings significantly well, you, higher. You've than said Ralston. something along those lines. Well, I, I just don't think that, that you don't think Celtic suffer too much yeah, no, with yeah. one or the other. That's I think, what you said. I think that's exactly. It. I think that that's one of the as much as I've said already on this that you, it take, takes some going for Celtic to lose one player out of the team and just for everything to mm. totally collapse. There are degrees within that. There are sort of different levels, and I think that Juranovic down to Ralston isn't that isn't that strongly felt. Mm. Really, I don't I don't think there's that much of a difference to how Celtic play. I think Ralston, I'm sorry, Juranovic is really great at carrying the ball forward, but I think his final ball and his defending have been disappointing this season. I think he's he can be a bit of a ball watcher. I think he can be in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, I think he can be caught out. You know, going back the way. I think he's mm. not, not the most aware. I would expect more of a 27-year-old player who's about to, presumably, as we record this again, move on to a higher level. Then We don't know where he's going to end up. Good but night, sweet prince from Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> he says like you're about it. <laughs> the, the rumours are strong that he's, that he's about to leave. So, mm. nah, he's, to me, he's, he's contributing because, I mean, again, on paper, he is, he is an essential member of the team, but I've been disappointed with him this season. I don't oh. think he's been bad at all. Mm. I just, I wanted more from him because I remember last season where I was I was looking at Juranovic and thinking, I, I was getting carried away and saying he's going to be one of the best fullbacks we've had in the modern era, but yeah. I just don't think that's that's happened for him. Jamie, I think we've had players going up and down, we've players going up and down, the first for me, but he's charmed me. Yes, yeah. he's charmed me as well. <laughs> Steve's doing a no bad job so far because <laughs> I think he's uh, I think Juranovic is contributing I think he's not elite That's the, the conversation's like yeah, there no. about Juranovic having an elite season so far you're looking at him and going is he essential and based on what you've said and what we've thought in the past well no because if we, if he was if he's out and Ralston fills in there's no, there's no much there do you know what I mean so no I think I think he's contributing I think he's definitely contributing so far um, a bit of a surprise package next Aaron Moy Mm. Right. Um, never get graded last new time. New entry, of course. New, new entry. entry. Yeah, remember the charts? It was yeah. like the charts. <laughs> new entry at number whatever. Aaron Moy. Um, I, I've got to admit, when the guy came, I was like, what, what's, what is this? What is what yeah. is Aaron Moy going to offer? Um, Aaron Meh. Aaron Meh is what I thought <laughs> he was going to offer. Um, he's been all, he was, he, he's really, his trajectory has been really like that for me. And, I know he said recently in an interview it's taken him away to get fit and I think now that he's fit he's not essential I think that's no, silly no. Yeah. however if we if he was here at the beginning of the season I would say last chance saloon that's where I would have yeah. put him because I'm like he's 30 odds he's comfy giant what the point but he's definitely contributing now he's you know he's top quartile of contributors yeah, yeah. as far as I'm concerned yeah he's probably in that Tony Ralston bracket of contributing isn't he he's a uh done well I think it's only the St Mirren game that we thought hey hold on a minute that wasn't very yeah. good uh, I think he's he's probably exceeded expectations for me mm. as well and look he does look painfully slow but everything else about his game is great so that makes up for it we, did, we didn't expect him to come in and be able to play in this Ange team as a sort of forward thinking midfielder but 
the pick passes he can pick out, the wee dinks round the corner. I think he's I exceeded expectation and he's definitely contributing. Yeah, I think I think so. I, I think he is contributor here or contributing. Mm. Uh, and I, I think I'm pronouncing that differently each time I say yeah. it now as well. I think the context of that though is that that's fine. That's fine yeah. for Adam Moy. I think if you say he's contributing to this team, I think you're right, Jamie. If you, if we'd been there since the start of the season, we'd now be looking at promoting him into into a tier. Now yeah. we've had a few tumble down. We've had a few promotions in here, but I think we'd be we'd be elevating him from one of the lower tiers into contributing, and I think that would be yeah. Again, it sounds dead patronising from a established international you know player of of pretty high repute. I th- but I think that's basically what he's done. I think he's exceeded expectations, but it's not been like mind blowing. I, d- I don't mm. think it's essential in that. So contributing. And I'm always been contributing. <laughs> it sounds so bland, but <laughs> we're just trying to, as best we can tie it back into the, the original prediction somewhat. Um, next up is Leah Labada, who we thought could contribute this season. And I think he, he deserves more than that. Uh, no, I'm sticking with contributing. Uh, I think he's he's got goals against Rangers. Bar that, I don't think he's got much. And look, if Abada plays, it's fine if Jota's on the other side. But if, as we've seen in games, if it's him and Maeda and somebody not creative, I still want a lot more from. I still mm. want a lot more from. He's one of these guys who, if Celtic could get a good offer for him, I think we should really take it because mm. yes, he does bring goals, but doesn't bring much more for me. And that's in Scotland. So what's a good offer? Ten over ten million. Oh, yeah. I set you up there brilliantly for that Stephen Gerrard member, <laughs> member Stephen Gerrard that's important what's a good offer and the guy goes I don't know seven figures Gerrard right. goes what a million pound <laughs> also an overlooked aspect of that bizarre interview is that he when he was asked about what kind of offer he would accept he, he then said well you tell me you're the one that's asking fundamentally not how questions work <laughs> that's not how questions work Gerrard <laughs> seven figures what a million pound <laughs> oh my god we lost the league to an absolute dunce right okay oh, I'll uh, never forget no. uh, Leo Labada uh, Leo Labada has uh, he's a tricky one he's mm-hmm. actually a quite mm-hmm. a tricky one because he has contributed massively and, and he always does however I just can't put him in essential no no I can't because I don't think he is I don't like, if no. you're if you're saying essential is like it's the team that you want to see playing and, and you can't imagine again all the things we've already said but it's it's always going to be Jota and Haxabanovic for those two positions mm. Maeda has already come a cropper has already tumbled down those tiers as a result of that I don't think Abada is anything as dramatic but that's only because we, we overdid it with Maeda clearly Abada I think we're, we've been right so far mm. I think we've kind of nailed it and they can contribute and well done us yeah, yeah. I think so I th- and I think contributing is exactly what he's done again I, I don't want that there is that bland mm. that bland title but I think that's good I think that's a good thing that he has done that because he's still getting better but yes. he, he's, he hasn't so far this season he hasn't had the dip that he did last season he's just been consistently kind of going about his job so yeah contributing for me final three oh did we get that uh, quote wrong as well? Was it not eight figures and Gerard said what a million quid? Oh, it doesn't matter. We got, a, we got a laugh out of it. Anyway. <laughs> um, final three. Oh, I know the two that are coming. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Scott Robertson. Oh, that was the, that was the one. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, that's the player, I do, you don't want to be unkind. However, I think that's the player Neil Lennon brought back from loan, wasn't it? An emergency loan, brought him back. Yeah, yeah. Or, in, in an emergency cancelled his loan brought him back didn't play him and then sent him back on loan uh, we, we put him in last chance saloon to be perfectly fair and I mean just, good night sweet prince good night sweet prince basically he's not done a thing 
man. He's, I don't even think he's made, came off the bench. Has no, he? I don't. I, I, I would imagine he'd, he'd barely been in a squad from yeah. memory. I forgot he, he was there. If it I'm totally honest, yeah, he could well be. No, no, is he I, there? Yeah, I think he's still uh, part of the squad. We do research. Well, what I liked, see when he came back from that loan, mm. um, I liked the way he was talking when he came back and he was back involved yeah. with the, the first team squad. He was talking about how he believed he was good enough and you should do that. You should, you should completely back yourself. No point in being at Celtic if you don't think that you are, if, if not better, right, that, that might be a bit too strong, but you, you deserve to be in training with Hatati, with O'Reilly, with McGregor. You, if you don't think you you belong at that, you know, in, in that session, that training session, then... Quite frankly, is is. One, yep, yes, right, good yes. night, sweet prince. That is so, one component of it. Yeah, right? so I, I liked that he, he he's a confident young guy, but nothing's changed for him at no. all. And mm -hmm. if, if anything, in fact, I, I take that back, things have changed for him because he might still be as good a player as he ever was that got him to this level at Celtic, but we keep adding midfielders that are really, really good, quite yeah. frankly. So things have changed for him in that he just can't get near the team and... He just seems to be getting further and further away from it. So and older, he's got to play, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's getting to that age where you have to be establishing yourself somewhere. Quite often, players will get to just to knocking on the door of the Celtic first team, and then they go and make decent careers for them. I think, I think elsewhere. the last couple of minutes of what you said is probably not a million miles off what Ange will be saying to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. you've got the right attitude. You're trying hard, but there's just too many players ahead of you. You're at that age where you need to go and play. And if you look through football, Celtic have sent many players on their way who've went to have fantastic careers. And yeah. that, that's basically the, the talk you'd be giving them. And I don't particularly want another loan for them either no. because you find that you, you've got players who are around for years and you take a look at their Wikipedia page, mm -hmm. right? The, the wee sidebar, and all of a sudden you have get like four or five loans racking yeah. up and nothing's ever really changed for you. So I don't really want that for them either. I'd prefer... If he... You know, I'd, Ultimately, I'd prefer him to be at Celtic because I think he's a good player. I've liked what I've seen, very little I've seen of him, but I think for the good of his career, I think it's good night, sweet prince. Because the loans, you really only want to be sent on loan for one of two reasons at Celtic. One, you are an older player on higher wages that nobody else wants to pick up the wage packet <laughs> right, yeah. like a Yeti, so we have oh, yeah. to get your loan or Barkas. Or two, you're a young player who needs to improve slightly. What you don't want to be is the middle ground player who's not playing, who's not young, who's not older on big wages, and we're just putting you on loan because basically you don't want to sit about. Yeah, yeah. Um, two players left. Oh, I think there might be three, James. Who have I forgotten? Well, I need to know what two we've got here. <laughs> oh, right. Do you two remember uh, just not not five minutes ago when I said there was three players left? Yeah. I yeah. missed one. And I said, Scott, yeah, I missed one. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I miss James McCarthy. <laughs> tells his own story. They might oh, tell us. I might tell this is a, a new a new category. The yeah. forgotten man. Yeah, yeah, James McCarthy. I mean, I mean, we could say he's contributed. Uh, no, 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 no. He was in Last Chance Saloon. Do you remember that time he did come in and play quite well, and we were all like, "Oh, see, James McCarthy, he's still around. He's still here. He's fighting." Because uh, he had that touch to Burnaby. That, that's uh, right. That's right. Jackamacca school. Yeah, that's right. So. Nothing since then. He's injured again now. Yeah. Again, as we sit here in in December, as this goes out, it, ah man, it's it's done for him. Aye, it, just this guy. It's to totally done for him. It's a good night, sweet prince, with regret. But again, we could be sitting here. We could do this for the next three seasons because mm. he'll still be here. <laughs> and right, we could be doing this for the next three seasons, and I'll still be saying the exact same things. Yeah. I'll still be saying, ah, do you know what? There was a player in there once upon a time. It's just a case of getting out of him. And by by that time, we'll be thirty four or something like that, and he's barely played a game. So 
I, I don't know where he goes, but for the good of his, what, what remains of his career, he should be at like, I don't know, go to Preston North End or somewhere and go and you know, play quite Derby County. So yeah. one of these teams would gladly take James McCarthy and actually make a use of him. So aye, good night, sweet Prince. Get yourself to America, James. Oh, Get that's a good shout. Yeah. America, I think. He's going to be one of those players I'll always look back on and go, I was choking for you to be good. Yeah, it's yeah. just no worked out. It's no worked out. It's not happened for him. So good night, sweet Prince, but I'll always love you. Two players left. Good night, sweet Prince McCarthy. Kyogo. Oh, see, this is when I think it yeah. dropping down a section. Oh, you four. think so? You don't yeah. think Kyogo's one of the elite? I mean, how many elites? <gasps> Hold on a minute. Just just for the benefit of, of the finished product here, okay? So if Kyogo's not elite, the, the elite players we've got so far are who? O'Reilly, Hatati, Greg Taylor. Taylor, Jota, Carter Vickers. Right, there you go. Right, so Kyogo, he's more than essential. He's more than essential and he needs to be well, grading on Grading on, on his performances this season. Yeah. Has he while, scored enough goals for you or something? Uh, while he has, I, I was looking, if you're elite, I'm looking for you to play in that Champions League and do it. Mm. And didn't quite do it for me, no matter how Jota. much I love him. Yeah, he scored in the Champions League. I thought he'd done all right. But Kyogo missed a lot of chances that mm. were laid on a plate for him. So I think he is an elite player but I think in, if this mid-season report card I'm going to put him as essential because if you take Jack and Marcus swap them about uh, I think maybe I'm being a bit harsh but I think so far essential Oh I hope people have made it this far into the, the video mm. slash podcast for that bombshell yeah. uh, Kyogo <laughs> sensationally axed from the elite I I, I have I got one eye on how many elite players we've got there like, That's true That's true I wouldn't yeah. have Taylor in there but. <laughs> Right <laughs> The decision's been made, right? So stop getting all that. Yeah, stop undermining our, our... Never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Next season, we'll be sat here doing this again and go, do you remember last year when I well, said Taylor well, was there? We, we fixed him ahead, I think, right? Give us peace. Uh, right, Kyogo, I think what he needs is, if we've already spoken about the Champions League, Melly's already mentioned the Champions League, that's a bit of a, bit of a misfire from him. He didn't mm. really necessarily show up all that well in that. I think he needs a goal against Rangers. Now, he's, yeah, not, yeah, he's not that definitely. many opportunities to do that because I remember he's he's been missing for, for several of them or at least a couple of them. Him and the Jack haven't done it, have Yeah, no. no it's, it's mainly it's Jota and Abada that, that yeah. keeps going against them. We've not really had a striker do it against them for, for a while. So I think he needs one of those. And with that, as yeah, it's harsh as that may be, but, you know... We have to get real here. That is a that is a big Tough factor. Titties. Yeah, that's a big factor in judging Celtic strikers. He, he did is. get injured in that 4-0 game in the first minute and you're like, he's going to score the day and that right. happens, it was unfortunate. I think when I'm looking at Kyogo here, a lot of his big moments are now last season. No, I, mm. I think he has been good this season. That hat-trick was superb. Oh, well, this hat-trick was incredible. Uh, but when I think back, I'm like, oh, but that semi-final or, or oh, in fact, final, the, the final against, yeah. against Hibs, I thought that, that was incredible, but that's last season. So, uh, he's, uh, he's essential for me. Uh. Okay. Okay, essential. And that leaves us the final. Well, what would you? Would you stick with stay a leader? It's a tough one. I mean, I I can see why you would say essential, but I think he's one of the best players in the squad and he's been one of our best performers yeah. this season. He really has been one of our best performers this but season. But we are and judging him on his own standards. Which yeah, is, I mean, we're judging him against the performances of everyone else. And, you know, ha has Greg Taylor been better than Kyogo this season? No. no. Well, that's, about, I, well that, that's one of the many different factors, I suppose, isn't it? We're, we're judging Greg Taylor on... No, not patronisingly, but we're judging Greg Taylor on Greg Taylor's performances mm. for Greg Taylor. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. But that doesn't cover the whole thing. I think Greg Taylor has been excellent. It's yeah. not. Oh, he's been good for him. Yeah. I think he has been brilliant. 
But we're also doing because the same. Greg Taylor could be a B student getting straight A's this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Kyogo's an A student getting C's. Uh, yeah. Well, not C's, so, but so, B pluses. So that, that we're kind of doing the reverse here. We're, we're judging Kyogo by his extremely high standards yeah. and maybe he hasn't just met those. Like very, very harsh. Another it, guy it? come yeah. end of the season will probably be back up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I just, just, I'll do a melee here, right? I'll put him in essential, but know that I think you're both wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Cal McGregor, though, definitely not elite. Sorry, mate. No, no, no I'm not elite. Oh, he I'm is, sticking um, with elite with this one. No, he's essential. He's essential. Oof. And he's essential because Matt O'Reilly's come in and I don't miss Cal McGregor. If we'd sold, if pretend Matt Cal McGregor was an injured, pretend we sold him for 30 million pounds to Leicester. I'm that fine. Who call him who? We've no missed him. Just like we've no missed Ayer, just like we've no missed Edward. I am. Um, if we'd sold Callum McGregor and bought Matt O'Reilly, I'd be happy as Larry. Yeah, but we didn't, and we've got both of them. So mm. I think the two of them in the one team, incredible team, especially if you add in Hitati there. I think he's pivotal to Celtic. I think the three maybe domestic games to, uh, just before the break there really showed that. We do miss Cal McGregor despite... What, the three games we won? Yep, despite winning those games, Celtic weren't great in those games. So if you want to scrape through games, that's fine, but I want to win them and play well and I don't think Celtic quite done that. So He's been injured. Yep, so he's been injured since the start of October and mm. he's missed a big chunk of games because there were so many, but he plays every game he's uh, fit for. He, up until that point, he played every game for Celtic and Scotland he was available for. So I think Cal McGregor's elite and I still think he's the best player at Celtic. Telemans leaves Leicester in January. Right. Brendan Rodgers on the phone. Callum, want down the road. Are you fuming at that? The weird phone noise, that. <laughs> That's the phone Brendan Rodgers <laughs> makes. He's one of those really the lollipop out his mouth that hits his teeth. That's... <laughs> So Cal. only the best for for Brendy, yeah. for brother Brendy. Really expensive, just clicking phones, none of this ringing nonsense. <laughs> Callum, I, I refer you. I refer you to the case um, of Taylor versus Burnaby, twenty twenty two. Right. This this very date, twenty twenty two. We made the case that, or so it was suggested that it's not that big a. It's not big a drop off to Burnaby. So can we make Greg Taylor elite on the on the basis of this? Mm. So with that, then you, Jamie, have just said that kind of not really missed them that much because of Callum McGregor. Just I want yeah. that on the record. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just I'm making these. Just making everyone aware of the the holes in our logic yeah. here. Yeah. Because there's loads of them. Yeah, you know, there are plenty of them. We don't really need to point them out to anyone. Anyone watching. However, I, I do overall agree that it just adds something to this team that we simply don't have elsewhere. I just think he is still yeah. a, a, a extremely important. He is the fulcrum of that, yes. that that midfield. We've got by, we have got by, and played well, but not not peak Celtic for me without okay. Callum McGregor. I think Mal Riley deserves immense credit as an able deputy in there, but that's all he is. He is an able deputy. He is not mm. the elite midfielder right. or, or in that role. We've already put O'Reilly where we've put him. So Callum McGregor is still elite for me. Well, look. I'm not going to cause a fight over it, right? Uh, I just think that yours are being, you've got favourites. You've got a wee bit of favouritism there. Um, I think Callum McGregor, he's just on the very verge, isn't Right, okay, he's elite, fine. Right, I'm not <laughs> I, going to I argue. I think we can have six elite players, can we? Well, oh. We can't have six, seven elite players because you're... He, do you know, no, listen, <laughs> before you, he's poisoning your mind to take Greg Taylor out, okay? That's where he's going with this, the wee no. snake. This is how he's, he's like, oh, we can't have a... Uh, 
Kind of six. You know, one one player needs to drop out. You're talking about Greg Taylor again, aren't you? No, no. Oh. Uh, I'm having McGregor there, but oh. if we're going to have maybe Kyogo in there as well, mm. you're not having seven elite players at Celtic, are you? That that. Yeah, we did set our own rules. I think at this, Kyogo, this... did Kyogo make it? No, no. But it's no, just, right, okay. If you're taking McGregor out, then I think well, that's. So we happy. Are we happy with everything? You want to? I mean, if you want any go back season, now's the time to bring it up. No, so we've got Taylor, Hattati, O'Reilly, Jota and McGregor mm. all in Carter Vickers, all six players in elite. Yes. So that's a lot of players to have in elite. In O'Reilly, it. kill him. Get rid of him, O'Reilly. <laughs> you don't think him. he's get elite? No, no, I'm happy. Get, get I'm happy with him. You happy with it? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Fine, we're happy. So we have... <laughs> nah, O'Reilly. Oh, Stephen's making a late. No... No danger he becomes in anyone's conversation for player of the year. Is the only thing I would say is working against him there. I just right. don't, I don't think it makes goals, sense. Has he's he? not scored enough goals. He's playing in, he's playing in a very deep position. Even, yeah. when he he? Even when he wasn't he? If, if you are saying O'Reilly's coming out, I'm saying Greg Taylor's <laughs> coming out and all then. So it's... Right. Well, do you know what? We'll let the viewers and listeners decide. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Why yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> I've done this before. Pass the buck. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of getting away with passing the buck. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? If you're watching this, right below in the comments, tweet us, let us know your elite Celtic players. We want to know, we want to know where we have gone wrong. I mean, you would have told us anyway. People <laughs> people on the internet love to tell us where yeah. we go wrong. Right, well, so do oh. we pick six? So we have to pick five elite players then. So let us know in the comments, let us know on the Discord if you're a member, let us know on Twitter, let us know who belongs where. You will tell us where. That's no, what, no that's, doubt, that's no what happens. I uh, just want to say thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon that lets us create great videos like this it gives us the opportunity and the equipment essentially uh, to do things like this so thank you so much for your continued support thank you for watching and listening